재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Hey, you got any trips planned lately? You thinking of traveling anywhere? Even if you don't have any trips on the itinerary quite yet, you're probably batting the idea around in your mind, especially this close to the weekend. And that's why at this time every week, we have a little feature called Talking Tourism, in which we invite professional tourist, that's actually her job title, Jimin Yoon, to the studio to talk about different ideas in travel and tourism that are out in the industry. Hey, Jimin. Hello. So, Jimin, what's the topic this week? Today, I'm going to talk about the stopover tourism. Stopover mm-hmm. tourism. I've had a little brush with that. I mean, most people who have flown into Incheon Airport mm-hmm. have seen those posters like, hey, are you going to be here for a six or eight hour layover? Yes. Come on our bus ride, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Is, is Incheon's pretty unique in offering that, aren't they? Yeah, Incheon ha- it has like the best location to take the stop, like a transit tourist coming from Southeast Asia to America. Uh-huh. So it's in between. So I think it has more opportunities and they're doing a lot, but I think they have more room to develop in stopover tourism. All airports are not equal when it comes to having a layover. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, Seoul is positioned geographically between these long stretch routes, mm-hmm. but not all airports are equipped to, you know, have you have a pleasant stay during your mm-hmm. six, eight, ten hours. Incheon's pretty good, though. Yes. Well, to talk about stopover tourism, I think I should define what is stopover tourism. Yeah, go ahead and define mm-hmm. that. Stopover literally means a brief period of time when you stop at a place during a journey. So when we say stopover tourism, they stop at like during the journey. So you stop at one point at yep. the intermediate um, destination. And there are a lot of cities with huge airports where um, intercontinental flights stop by. The airport and the city nowadays try to develop as many tour products as possible for stopover passengers as Incheon is doing. And you're being very specific uh, on tour products. I mean, there's always the usual uh, eat, drink, shop, Mm -hmm. get a massage, that kind of thing within the airport itself. You're talking about venturing out. Mm -hmm. Normally, when we say stopover tourism, it means you go outside of the airport and explore the surrounding area. And most of the tours like range from a few hours to less than five days. And with this kind of stopover tourism, the government can expect more possibilities of people coming again to travel more. So it's just like a tasting before you take an actual meal. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a little tiny exodus from the airport. You get to see some of the sites and then maybe you're inspired to make Seoul your final destination next Mm -hmm. time or wherever the stopover tourism is happening. Yeah, so I think it's very important to make those kind of stopover products as attractive as possible so that people can come again to visit Korea as the final destination. Yep. And there are there are plenty of moving parts that uh, come together in stopover mm-hmm. tourism. You've got to get a little teeny-weeny mini visa to exit the airport. Uh, you've got to pretty much stay on the bus or stay mm-hmm. with the group the whole time. And so that group has to be pretty well coordinated and led. Usually a couple of stops on the bus here in Korea. Mm-hmm. What other kind of things go on? Well, as you said, the airport to have as many tourists as possible to stop over. Yep. They have um, some kind of like conditions to have. First of all, the geographical locations, because an airport city should be located um, 
like between continents, as I said, mm-hmm. because most of the stopping over flights are intercontinental. Yep. So, for example, Southeast Asia and Middle East are popular as a stopover destination for Europe and Asia routes. Mm-hmm. And also the Central America are sometimes are like a middle of the North America and South America. Sure. So those kind of geographical co-location is very uh, important and also the capacity of the airport is also important because they need to have uh, they need to have tourists to stay in the airport and go out and in so the the size of the airport is quite matters okay and also the cooperative partnerships among the airport national tourism organization and most importantly airlines yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to hint at before. You have to have everybody on the same page here. Yes. Otherwise, the airline and the airport authority is going, wait, where are these people disappearing mm-hmm. to again? And everybody, every box has to be checked from the immigration department to the airline to the airport authority. Mm-hmm. And even the people guiding the tour need to understand that these people are not on tourist visas. They're just yes. away from the airport for a yeah. while. Yeah. So the government needs to support those kind of visa systems, allowing people to stay in the city for like a, with no visa yep. for at least like 72 hours or like more so that is also important factor that government need to support so stopover tourism cannot be operated by a single organization they need to work together Uh Mm -hmm. I've literally only experienced the concept of stopover tourism in Incheon in Korea Mm -hmm. does it exist elsewhere well, I have experienced stopover tourism twice while I was traveling. Okay. And the first one is actually, it was last week. I was in Finland. And you were in Finland last week? Yes. <laughs> I want to be you. Well, I'm a professional tourist. I always travel. <laughs> well, I yeah. Want your well, job. Mm-hmm. I was in Helsinki, Finland. And Helsinki is actually doing really well in stopover tourism. Their airline had launched the new uh, stopover programs to have more people traveling from Asia to Europe because Helsinki they are selling that Helsinki is the the closest airport where Asians can go in Europe. Interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. realize. So you fly over the North Pole to yes. Finland. Then it's just a straight line from Asia to Helsinki. And so what is there in Helsinki to do as a stopover tourist? Well, they have like a package of tours for sale or when you can when you book online with a flight ticket. So they have this website with the, all the tour packages and they vary from 5 hours to 5 days. And they include like Helsinki day tour programs where you can go ar- look around the cities for five hours and also the Finland sauna experience, which is quite cool. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Did you do the sauna? Uh, I didn't have a chance to go visit in sauna, but I just looked around okay. <laughs> inside. Okay. Yeah, but and also another thing that I thought very interesting is that they have the ferry uh, ride to Sweden Stockholm and also Tallinn, Estonia. So Stockholm is that close that you can get there by ferry? Yes. Well, wow. it's they have the ferry. I don't know how much how long it takes, but it is part of the stopover uh, program. So it can take like five days to go visit and come back. Oh, I see. So mm-hmm. you can spend multiple days. Yeah. So it's like a fa- from five hours to maximum five days. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, so it's very. There are more like variations that they are uh, developing with. The product that I experience is to go visit the northern Finland, where the Santa Claus is. <laughs> <laughs> is that where Santa Claus is? I didn't yeah. realize that he well, had a Finnish a, address. <laughs> there's a city called Rovadiemi in Lapland area. It's the city inside ah, of the right. Arctic Circle. Right. And it's where the Santa lives. So I met with the Santa and took a picture with him. 
and rode a reindeer sled. The Santa Claus that yes. lives at the North Pole. You have personally spoken with him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even it was last week, um, it was a totally winter there in Lapland. It, the, I had a chance to ride a snowmobile on snow yeah. and also the snow sledding and reindeer sled and everything that's uh, related to snow. And the good thing about Lapland, when you go there in winter from October to early April, you can go see the Northern Lights, which is fascinating. What? Did you see those? No, I couldn't because the weather was Because it wasn't was quite very, time yet. Well, the, uh, till or, the early April, you have a chance to see them, oh. but... When I was there, the weather was not really good, so I, I didn't have a chance. But if you go there during the winter time, there are there is a higher chance to see the northern lights. And in the summer, don't they have like all day sunshine? Yes, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, oh, summer, we say summer. They have what, like five minutes of summer or something up there? Uh, no, they do have summer, but it's different that their uh, sun is too long that. It never goes down. <laughs> so that that's also a very uh, interesting factor for Finland to have the stopover tourism because they have a lot to experience during the short stay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's Finland. That's mm-hmm. one option. You said there were two things mm-hmm. that you'd been on. Well, yeah. The, another thing that I tried was in Panama. You know, like Panama City is very known for the Panama Canal. Uh, sure. And when I was traveling from Los Angeles to Brazil, I had a stopover in Panama for six hours. And they had this friend uh, transit tour to go see, go the, see the only canal. the canal. Oh. Yeah. So we didn't have enough time, but so we just traveled to the canal and take some photos and came back. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can take a boat ride in the Panama Canal. That sounds uh, kind of an interesting thing to do while you're stopping over on your way to Brazil. And then, of course, we have to reference uh, Korea. Here in Korea, tra- uh, transit or stopover tourism is becoming a bigger and bigger thing. So uh, apart from that little, there's that little bus ride that you can go on just a day thing. Are they expanding that into other products? Well, the um, Korea allows stopover passengers to stay in Korea from 72 hours to up to 120 hours without a visa in order to boost the tor- uh, transit tourism. And the Incheon Airport provides free uh, transit tours to provide you a glimpse of Korea, like attraction, as you said, like the bus ride. Sure. But they have more products uh for the bus rides. So if you have transit hours for more than two hours, it could be a great opportunity to take a free tour around. As you don't have enough time, it's better to go uh, to the surrounding area, mm. which is Incheon. Sure. So they have very uh, they have products that could go explore Incheon. So they have Yonggungsa Temple. It's a temple close from the airport. And you can go to Incheon Port. <laughs> And also, you can go visit Walmido Park, which has like a mini, uh, like a theme park there. Okay, that mm. sounds fun. Yeah. So. I had forgotten that these are free. These yeah. are free tours, so mm-hmm. you don't have to pay and buy a ticket. This is kind of like a, a little free sample that yeah. the Korean government is mm-hmm. willing to pay for to get you hooked. Yes, yeah. they uh, they even have a tour guide included in the package, and the transportation is included. The only thing that you need to pay is the food that food for yourself. Okay, and also the entrance fee if they have any. I've heard there's also uh, short-term medical transit tours. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, you can go visit hospitals near the airport and get medical checkups and dental care, even simple plastic surgery like Botox and filler, which are like a non-surgical. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So no, no big operations. Yeah. Definitely no incisions, just sort of mm-hmm. simple procedures. They take 70 minutes, so you can do during your stopover.
Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get your teeth checked, maybe uh, get your Botox, and then get back on your plane to wherever you're going, and maybe you'll be inspired to come and take a full-on tour to Korea. That's all the time we have for today, G-Min. Thank you so much for coming in and talking tourism. Thank you. And Koreascape returns right after this.